Input, output, clarity, and the life of your dreams, knowing what to avoid, being balanced, and having lifestyle systems. Those concepts are exactly what allow you to move toward fulfillment. Through paying attention to what you consume, you begin to identify exactly how it affects you, whether it's psychological or physical. What we put into our systems is essentially what we become. And I could touch on this concept over and over and over because the depth behind it. See, if you are going to live in a manner which you strive or aim at specific goals, then to become the person who is capable of reaching those goals, it's called, it requires an adjustment from the average consumption. Through paying attention to what you consume physically and psychologically, you unlock the ability to craft your feelings so intentionally that it's almost as if you have unlocked the cheat code to the game. And this is built through this combination of learning, self-education, and then applying what you learn and followed by that application having the know-how to iterate, to pay attention and reflect to the results that you're receiving. A very practical example, if you don't enjoy having a runny nose, there are certain foods that increase the likelihood that you have mucus. And then on the other hand, when you avoid those foods, you consume the foods that do not lead to mucus, then you don't have a runny nose. So it's that combination of running from something, the foods you know you want to avoid, and then aiming at something, which is having that specific nutritional structure of when you're going to eat what and knowing what you eat and how it's going to affect your system. And just to close that circle, what I've noticed leads to having a runny nose personally are it's simply carbohydrates and processed foods. So you avoid those, you won't have a runny nose. Um, I'm speaking in terms of averages. Like I, I know sometimes there are other causes besides carbohydrates and processed foods that will lead you to having a runny nose, but just my personal story right there. Specifically, when we speak on food, so if we're not consuming processed and carbohydrate foods, that means for me, I'm eating a good amount of protein. And when we do this, consume animals and anything down that avenue, we have to do this in an ethical way. I understand like some things are tough. It's still difficult for me to watch one animal eat another animal. Like I know that's how life works and I'm accepting it. But the point is the heart and emotion is an interesting thing. Where am I going? That we want to consume and support the companies, well, consume the food and support the companies that are doing this as ethically as possible. Meaning that the chickens and the cows, they lived free pasture lives. They were capable of roaming. To support factory farming, it, number one, destroys your cells because you're consuming the animal which lived a miserable life, a fearful life. And when that animal has gone through that experience, it, its muscles have been stressed and tense 
way uh, improportionally to the degree which these animals are are not healthy to be consumed by us because if they live the free life then that's a big difference in their the animals itself cellular development so when we consume the the food the byproduct of an animal which lived the miserable life those cells those emotions they go into us and so I, it's on many levels it's like a self selfish and a selfless reason behind supporting the ethical farms and companies there is a beautiful thing which is reverse engineering see you don't have to commit the mistakes in all areas of your life rather you can learn from other people it, it's almost in broad daylight what not to do and by identifying what not to do whether it's in physical consumption you know minimize alcohol and fast food things of that nature um or psychologically minimize the mindless scrolling and and complaining the victimhood the thinking in low frequency terms in so when you identify what not to do it just kind of pops out of the woodwork what to do it is not that complicated and that being said what is super powerful is to get so clear on your priorities your needle moving acts like what are your main goals and how can you break those down into like daily um daily batch deep work sessions one hour of blank and when you commit to doing that consistently you reflect on the progress you're making how you feel about actually doing that work over time things just get clear to you and you're not going to have to wonder so much it this is what flow state living is when you know what not to do and then you slowly just iterate and iterate due to having the healthy habits which allow you to reflect upon how you feel about what you're doing and like that right there is freeing in itself just having the trust that you <clears throat> feel right doing what you're doing on a daily basis then you don't have to overthink or stress or you know have any sort of anxiety about the future cuz you've identified what not to do and you're doing what feels right and you're being open to the results that you're getting it's like what more can you do i'm not sure and when you start to gain clarity on what you want to be doing <clears throat> then you can start taking pieces from other people like there's this fine line we don't want to think that we have to create everything brand new you do not need to reinvent the wheel that being said it's very healthy to put your unique spin on things like being a copycat no reinventing the wheel no the middle of those two you get a beautiful balance and for example i would advise if you're aiming to <clears throat> reach your potential to create a physique which is aesthetically balanced powerful agile and capable of enduring that you prioritize reading nutritional labels that you know exactly what ingredients you're putting into your system and if you do this it's almost inevitable that 
you start to make the connecting links between, okay, these ingredients lead me to feel a certain way. Do I want to feel that way? Yes or no? Okay. Now you have a an action plan. And it's almost this simple to break down the complicated problems into what I just did right there, like yes or no questions. And if you can just continuously do that and then trust your feeling when it comes to the yes or no, your growth, your success, it's inevitable. It's all about realizing that we can regulate certain things and then understanding how our actions lead to specific outcomes. If we know what to avoid and know what to do, then we raise the odds of achieving our aim. Finding our personal balance is not exactly simple. Why? The power of denial is just mind-blowing. And how can we begin to identify areas in which we may be deceiving ourselves? There's this link between a, a want, like now. When you feel that sort of energy, I want this now, that is a sign that whatever topic, it's going to branch off of denial because the wanting now is a under, underdeveloped expression of the ego. And if we can feel those areas in which we continuously fall into that trap, which I would label ego triggers, for me, some personal examples, and this might be similar for you as well, like business and money and any sort of competition with people, comparing, those are huge ego triggers. And if you can identify your most frequent ego triggers, then therefore you can feel the friction. And through feeling your own friction, you raise your observation of your emotions, your feelings, your internal state. And your internal state, the more precise you get at understanding that, it is going to transition into reading others and reading yourself, which allows you to create such a fulfilling life because you don't have to feel any way that you would not want to feel. So balance is not aimless and confused. Rather, it is in line with what deeply feels right. See, th this is tricky because the programming, the indoctrination that we go through from like age zero to 20 and beyond, it's not easy to decipher and to figure out, to get clear on what we actually want, like deep within. So it, it truly is founded upon knowing ourselves and having an alignment with a vision. And how do you craft a vision? Well, you determine your values, your like both psychological and physical values. And you don't want to be too rigid in this, sort of just be loose, like have a loose structure. So structure involves firmness and loose is the opposite of firm. So it's not straying too far to either extreme, which allows you to be versatile. And truly, versatility is probably one of the most powerful things that any human can acquire. In in it prevents you from becoming imbalanced and stale. And see, when you live through certain principles, life works for you.
You don't have to think and over plan. It's just as if something is pushing you along in the right direction and you you have to align yourself on a practical level with certain characteristics and activities and lifestyles, frameworks, ways of being to connect to that natural force, which is going to kind of guide you. It's groundbreaking to understand certain systems. One is how much energy your digestive system takes to operate and knowing when to do what. For example, if we're not digesting a lot of food in the morning, that means it's probably best to use your mind in an intense way in the morning because you have the full capacity of your energy when your digestive system isn't running. And then there are other benefits too, like no one else is awake, you get zero distractions, so your focus is even easier. So it's sort of understanding the amount of variables that branch off of any certain thing. And when you think this would be strategic thinking, it's this combination of planning, but not over planning and thinking in probabilistic terms, but not getting too rational, trusting your gut while being strategic and rational. So you combine these different strategic frameworks of perception and thought, and it leads you into a balanced way of being. And through that balance, you're pushed naturally. You just, you don't have to stress or overthink or, you know, waste time on certain things. Rather, you just, things unfold for you. Puzzle pieces begin to click. And yeah, when you feel that, you feel it. In being balanced, it's beautiful how it works because you can actually put in less hours and get more done. Like, I don't know who doesn't want that, truly. And how do you actually do this? Well, you you follow what I've said earlier with the balance. And then you need to have systems which are, are simply put habits that allow you to rest and recharge. So there are things that I used to label work that I've now realized, no, they're just healthy ways of resting and recharging. Things like going on walks, training, reading, um, doing breath work, meditation, things of that nature, organizing, cleaning, you know, playing with dogs, having conversations, all of this. Extremely healthy and ways of using your mind and body that are not necessarily work, but they're very rewarding. See, if you just do work, but then in your leisure time, you fill that leisure time with unhealthy actions and habits, you're not going to get where you're meant to go. And that's the importance in understanding that life is like a web. It's very interconnected. And the habits, like every decision that we make is a vote for who we want to become. So your leisure time, your habits, just as important to be effective in that period as in your deep work sessions. And through committing to changing what you do, both in your deep work process and your habits, inevitably you smash through your old perception of yourself. Do you trust in yourself? Or are you gripped by the internal battle? 
because if you're trapped in an internal battle, this leads you to unnecessary stress. And see, stress it is the quiet despair that the average Joe is trapped in. See, it's like, especially in today's reality, we have the physical pleasures. Sincerely, the average Joe today has more access to insight and resources, physical and psychological, than the king years ago. So what's the difference though? Because the king lived a wonderful life, I'm pretty sure, maybe. <laughs> and there are so many people living in quiet despair where their physical reality is okay, but their mind is torturous. What are some things that we delete and we benefit from directly? Just not purchasing processed food. See, the easiest way to become healthy often is to get the thing, the temptation, completely out of the picture. Remember, even healthy things done in a chaotic manner turn unhealthy. So I know on this journey, like things are exciting and it's, um, it's nice to thrive and to aim up. But that being said, we have to understand the balance. Like one of the most common forms of self-sabotage is through being a hyperachiever. So finding that balance of knowing how many hours of deep work that we want to do and then having the healthy leisure recharging and resting habits in place this is how you're going to build that that balance and move in the right direction and if you're interested in depth on health confidence peace of mind and the power of those core pillars and you know you have massive potential, you want to impact others positively and to stop wasting time, I'll have a link in description. Just reach out, um, shoot me a DM, tell me a little bit about where you are on your journey, where you want to go, and we can potentially work something out to make sure that you get the most out of your time and energy. And if that sounds good, you know what to do. Lastly, just drop me a like for the algorithm. I appreciate that. Appreciate you taking the time to invest in yourself. Truly, like there's just nothing more important than understanding this combination between self-education and then executing on what you learn. So much love. I appreciate you. If you want to share it with a friend, tell them like why, what you enjoyed and what they're going to get from it. Have a wonderful day.